right, here we go. Uh, let's just open with a quick word of prayer. Thank you all for being with us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for this time in your word. We thank you for Brother Mike, Pastor Jim, coming together to do a podcast. We ask that this message or what we cover will touch the, the viewer, the listener, and that we can grow closer to you, Lord God. Grow in our faith. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. We said together, amen. 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 Hello, everybody. I'm Pastor Jim. I'm here with Brother Mike. We're doing our first podcast, and uh, we both thought it would be great to put together a podcast just to address a lot of the issues that we see going on in the world, in our community, and in particular, those who are in law enforcement, those who are part of the military, or even those who are in neighborhoods where they see a lot of craziness. Um, and the question that for 22 years I've been doing ministry, I always get the question is, why does bad things happen to good people? And so we might not be able to answer it perfectly today, but I do believe that we'll give you some sound doctrine. We can look at the history and the current reality, and we can look at the Word of God, which is the truth. And you can take it, you can run with it. It will be available for questions um, after this podcast. But let's get into today's topic. I want to start by this paragraph uh, that I wrote that kind of explains what we're going to cover. When it comes to the importance of law enforcement and the military, one should look to the Bible for understanding and practical application. The Bible makes it clear that mankind has the free will to make both horrific and terrific decisions. Human beings can be influenced to do good or to do evil. The goal for this outreach function is to support, uplift, build up sound doctrine for those who are in authority and experience the outcome of sinful behavior. And I need to say too, if you're a part of the military, you're part of law enforcement, we salute you. We salute you. Absolutely. Your service is much needed in our communities. And we're seeing now in these days after, you know, the, the George Floyd death and, and that time period, we need law enforcement more than ever, more than ever, especially here in Minnesota. So I want to start by uh, uh, just looking at this particular verse. And we'll read these verse quickly. Brother Mike, jump in there. Any questions, comments? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just be... Uh, a part of it because you do have some background in this field. You want to share yeah. something about your background? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to thank you, Pastor Jim, for having me here for this opportunity. I mean, this is this is. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to tackle a lot of um, topics that are going to be um, very interesting for everybody to kind of listen to and agree with, disagree with. Right. Um, it's all, it's all good, right? It's mm -hmm. all here for us to uh, to talk and learn. Um, yeah. My background is I. Uh, I was in corrections for six years and then um, kind of transitioned from corrections into law enforcement. So um, pretty much my whole adult life, I've been in some sort of um, law enforcement or uh, public safety in, in, in that world. Okay. So um, I got a little bit of experience. Uh, I've been medically retired for a year and a half now. So I'm not totally removed um, 
feel like everything's still kind of fresh in my mind. Um, and this topic is, is very real for me. So I'm, I'm really happy that we chose this to be our, okay. our first one. So yeah, I, I'm ready to go. So just thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for that input. And like I say, jump in anytime uh, we cover something, anything that triggers your, your thoughts. Absolutely. Uh, if you're with us, look at Romans chapter 3, verse 23 through 24. And it reads, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Um, it's very important to know that when we talk about why does bad things happen to good people, we can really raise the question, why is there so much sin in the world? And so verse Romans chapter 3, verse 23 is saying that all of us have sinned. And so some sin might seem greater than others, but we all are guilty when it comes to the standard of God. Make no mistake, Romans 3, chapter 23, proves that we all are sinners who desperately need God's grace and redemption that is only attainable through Jesus Christ our Lord. However, if we dig deeper in the Bible, we will also come to the understanding that everyone instinctively know what is good and what is evil. Here's an example, Genesis chapter 3, verse 22. And the Lord said, Behold, the man is become of one of us to know good and evil. Brother Mike, in your line of work, did you come across situations where a person did not know what they were doing was evil or a bad thing? <laughs> I, daily, almost. I mean, it, I think I can't remember one time running into anybody and it could have been they could have been victims or or suspects um on anything that they they would have done i i don't think they viewed it as really evil at the time or or if they knew it was bad they they were so caught up in their own selfish selfishness that they just that outweighed everything okay right so yeah just reading this is it's it, it have 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 being a believer for the last year and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, right here kind of answers a lot of my questions, and and I wish more people understood this. Yeah, you know, I, I like what you just said. They were caught up in their own. What would you say? Their own evil or their own selfishness? Just their selfishness, Selfish. okay. right? I mean, it, you know. So I don't think yeah. I really, and I'm we're just spitballing here, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of people when they, well, I mean, we'll just use the example of theft mm -hmm. I don't think anybody went out in that morning and were like I'm gonna go commit theft just because it's evil mm -hmm. right they did it for their own selfish needs okay but it is a evil act right but right. they knew it was wrong they didn't stick around exactly when they, when they stole something they knew for sure to run hide, and try to get away with it they they, they were like hey look what I done you know absolutely this is, look what I achieved yeah, yeah. I ninety nine percent of the people out there know the difference between right and wrong. Okay. <laughs> so, so so God has instinctively put that in his creation. We know what is good and, and evil. And looking at the Bible, the verse we just read back in Genesis, when Adam and Eve sinned, they change as a human being. They according to what we just read, they will know good and evil. Well, watch this. If you turn to Genesis chapter four, 
verse 8, I like what you said, they were caught up in their own selfish. Look what happened, the first murder in human history. And we're going to see the reason why a biological brother, Cain, murdered his brother, Abel. Let's read here, Genesis 4, 8. And Cain talked talk with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. The Bible records the first murder. Based on my observation, Brother Mike, you tell me what you think, the world's first murder was due to a brother's jealousy and envy. And, and if you think about it, this type of sinful behavior still exists today, which leads to lawlessness and ungodly conduct. Do you see the purpose of why he killed his brother? It was, he was a, jealous of his brother. His brother gave God a sacrifice that God prescribed, but he didn't. He gave God whatever he wanted to give him. And God accepted Abel's offering, but he rejected Cain's. In law enforcement, what kind of behavior do you see as far as jealousy and envy, which creates, you know, death or killings or murders? I think we're seeing that right now every day, and especially in more of our populated areas, right? Mm -hmm. um, whether it's the, I mean, I guess it could be argued that it's the, the thrill of, of I, I'll just jump into it, stealing cars, right? That's such a huge issue we have right now, yeah. motor vehicle theft. And, you know, is it, one could argue it's the thrill of just doing something dangerous, but I think the other side right there is people, some of these these criminals are, their jealousy and envy towards what others' property, right? Mm -hmm. So they're committing these crimes mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. you know? And and I think just being jealous of, of, of someone having wealth and everything, and you want it, so instead of, again, it comes back to that selfish, selfishness mm -hmm. where, well, I want what you have, so I'm going to go take it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's I, I want to take it, but mm -hmm. you know, you don't care how you get to that point. You know, point A to B, right? I want, you know, I want something, so I'll go take it. You know, instead of maybe doing it the right way, mm -hmm. let's work hard, let's let's earn it ourselves, or let's earn it the right way. No, we're just gonna go take it. What about uh, two guys, one girl? The the girls with this guy, and then I guess the girl likes this guy better. Now this guy's jealous. <laughs> Of this guy, what what, what 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 normally happens? Have you seen situations where a crime is committed because of jealousy between girl guy? And we already mentioned like the the merchandise, but yeah. what about relationships where a person wants another person's girl or whatever? Oh, are we talking just straight law enforcement? I mean, I I, I, I could I could add I could add this to any situation in my whole life, right? Well, Jim, you went to college, right? You went to college, and you went to a big college, right? So I'm sure you can give me two, three, ten stories of, of this going on, right? So, no, same thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess in my professional life, yeah, absolutely. I mean, domestics and, and everything, there's always jealousy. There's all, always, you know, yeah, you know, like you said, a pretty girl walks in, and, and it might be dating somebody. Well, everybody, well, hey, they're, it's pride, right? They, they take, they, they, it's your own pride that you 
Ego. Well, I want that ego mm-hmm. pride. Like, hey, I want that, you know. And um, yeah, even my personal life when I was younger, I'm sure it was the same thing. You know, college, high school, it's it's the same thing. It's that pride, that selfishness that takes over. Absolutely. Well, see, that that word Genesis in the Bible means the beginning. Yeah. The first murder was due to jealousy and and envy. That's... One one guy doing what God want, you know, doing the, doing a good thing. And another guy who could do something good, but did it and killed him. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's almost so blatant. It, it's like, it's right here. It's right here in the scripture. Like, that's where it started. Right. I mean, really, it's, like I said, before, you know, before I was, and I'm still a, a newbie Christian, right? So a lot of this stuff I'm kind of reading and trying to understand myself but it's it's so and, and i had like well what this whole podcast is about you know like why why do bad things happen to good people like it's all right there we're, we're seeing, seeing the beginning we're seeing the beginning yeah. of it like it, like it was mm-hmm. it was written to be that way right right and it's and we can learn yeah from it. and we can absolutely learn right. from it absolutely let's go deeper look at yeah. uh, chapters six of genesis here it's going to get even deeper chapter genesis chapter six and verse five and six it says and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart. So we're seeing here leading up to the flood, God saw that this wickedness, the, uh, it said every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. <laughs> Brother Mike, at this time there was no law enforcement, there was no constitutional rights, there was no there was no human government. It was just do whatever the heck you wanted to do. And without God's boundaries and without God creating human government, we're gonna talk about that later on, mankind, it was just the worst. And therefore, God had to start over. He flooded the entire earth. What do you think about this time period? Could you see yourself living without human government, law enforcement, uh, constitutional rights, laws? What, 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 what's your take on that so far? I, 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 chaos. It, it had to have been chaos, right? If you have... You know, I suppose we can get in a whole thing. It could be a whole podcast on its own about <laughs> corruption and everything, right? But no, I absolutely. If if no one's there to rein in or reel in um, what you know what you're supposed to be doing, there's no boundaries. I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, we're kind of seeing a little bit of it right now in the world, right? Yeah, we're getting, we're, getting we're, we're we're taking away boundaries. We're more lawlessness, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And yeah. and that's exactly what I imagine happened then there was who was I mean besides not having law enforcement or any laws written down besides God's laws right well actually God's laws wasn't even written down yet that didn't happen until Moses okay there there was a yeah you're right there there was a a, a, in their heart and far as instincts they weren't able to know what was good or evil but they were just choosing so there's no law there's no law at this time no law no you see, I'm a newbie Christian, everybody. So, so there's going to be a lot of corrections for everybody. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully you don't you don't find me so too ignorant on the subject. Well, should I be more accurate? God put inside of them 
the knowledge to know what is good and evil after Adam and Eve. Eve was deceived, Adam disobeyed. Mm -hmm. And once that happened was God, like we read back in Genesis 3, 22, that man has become one of us to know good and evil. And so now, at this point in chapter 6, they can make a good choice or a bad choice, but we see here they were all choosing evil, 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 yep. except for Noah. And would you, and question for you mm-hmm. is, do you think that's evil and, and selfishness is kind of together? I mean, the way like the way you were just saying that, I just picture a bunch of a bunch of people running around being selfish, doing what they want for themselves. They yeah. didn't really care about anyone else, right? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a combination of that and then. The when God first made it, made or created Adam and Eve, He said it was good. Mm-hmm. But when they disobeyed God, part of the punishment here in Genesis three twenty two is that human beings changed. They fell from the position or the way that God created them. He created them innocent. He created them naked. He created them. Uh, in his image and his likeness. But one of the institutions that we see here, we're going to talk about the four institutions, is volition. Free will volition. God did not create robots. Even with the angels, some of the angels rebelled against God. And so in his infinite wisdom, he could have made us all robots. We will never mess up. We will always, <laughs> we will always obey God. Yeah. But think about it. Do we want our marriages like that? I only love you. You're the only one. No, no. it was you, you, you went out on a date. You got to know each other. And like, we, like it says in most weddings, forsaking all others, you become one with your, your wife. And it's a choice. You know, it's something you, you love that person. Well, there's an emotion behind it, right? It, yeah. you, you almost feel good about making the good choice to stay faithful and everything. It, there's something good, not because you do it because you're programmed, like you're saying, like a robot. Um, you're doing it because you're, you're choosing to, to do that. You're making sacrifices, and, it's, and, it, it, and that's I think, brings in the positive emotions with it. Right, right. right. And so at this point in, Rome, in Genesis chapter 6, they were just choosing evil, mm-hmm. evil, every thought, every thought, and it was continually. If we keep going, if we look at uh, verse 6, it says, And it repented the Lord. For those of you who are watching there, Genesis chapter 6. Now we're at verse 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented me. That I have made them. That word repentance in the Bible always means a change of mind. God, as he was creating in the book of Genesis, he kept saying and it was good, it was good, and God created and it was good. But we see here, after the fall, Adam and Eve, we see here that he even repented God that he made man. And so God's remedy will be to destroy, to start over. That's what it says there in verse 6. I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. You think about an artist who is trying to draw a picture. He's trying to do a great job and present a masterpiece. When you usually mess up and you can't fix it, 
What do you do, brother Mike? What do I do, or what, well, what should well, people do? Well, if you want, if you want to present a masterpiece and your reputation yeah. on the line, and you mess up, and you know you can't fix it. What are you going to do to that piece of paper? Well, you're going to fix it, right? You're going to fix it somehow. You're going to redo it. You're, you think you're gonna start over? Yeah. Okay, I'll start over. Well, if you can't, if you can't, re, if you can't fix it. Oh, if there's no fixing, no fixing yeah. oh yeah, you're getting rid of it. You're starting over. With, with your business, you create a lot of things with metal, right? Oh yeah, yep, I have, do. Have you ever felt that this is this thing is shot? Yep, absolutely, absolutely. It's funny you bring that up because that's a hundred percent. Like I was kind of thinking, you, you know, you talk about paper. I'm like, well, I use white out or I'll, oh, you know, okay, I can okay, fix okay. it like that, yeah. right? Um, yeah, in, in in my 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 current business, um, there is no fixing. So you got like one shot, and then. If you if there's a mess up, <laughs> that whole thing's got to go back and and be redone from the beginning. Okay. So a hundred percent. So God was you know this this is the situation here, and I also need to mention that uh, when we talk about giants uh, in the Bible, we see that the 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 sons of God, the angels, they were contaminating contaminating or polluting the seed line. They were actually marrying human beings. And, that's a whole other story. That's a fascinating story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, uh, that, yeah. I could, I, yeah, five <laughs> podcasts on that story. And right. I, just, I just sit here and listen to you about it, too. Right. It's, it's so fascinating. But God's remedy was starting over to destroy man from the face. And also the, the beast and the creeping things and the fowls, everything was, was contaminated. So nobody understands wickedness and evil that mankind does better than God. Ever since Eve was deceived and Adam disobeyed in the garden, Satan's sinful influence has made this world a dangerous and unsafe place. With a mic, with uh, just just in law enforcement, could you see the that some actions was it was an evil influence? Maybe when you talk with. People surrounding the issue, and they say, "Oh, this guy—he well, was—he was a good guy," or, you know, things changed when we got around this crowd. Talk to me about influence. What does influence have with keeping our community safe, keeping our homes safe? I think influence is huge, especially when we, if we want to talk about the youth and stuff like that. I think, um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of our youth today are growing up in a world where maybe they don't have a lot of uh, good structure in their home right so they're gonna go out and and maybe find some of that and the influence and, and, and let's just be honest right there the use our, our use brains aren't developed fully right right i mean I, I, they're smart right they, they can function really well but there's there there's just there's a part of it that that still developing. can be influenced still developing yeah, right? Yeah, right and i think um i think our youth when it's not in the home, the, the the good structure, they'll go out and find it. And and there's a lot of negative influences out there. And those negative influences, they they are structured off of evil, right? They do evil things. Mm -hmm. We'll just we'll say they're and, evil, and right? It's cool. And it's cool. It's cool to be evil. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I don't believe that, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that, I think pressure. the peer pressure, like. I mean, I look back to when I was younger, like even just like video games and stuff. You know, you look at 
the bad guys were always cool. It's just cool, and 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 that's that could be another podcast, right? <laughs> like 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 why is that? And sometimes even I still feel like you watch movies and stuff, and you're like, man, that's cool. Yeah. Bad guy is cool. And I don't know why that is. Yeah. I don't. I mean, well, I, I mean, we know why, yeah. I guess. But you know, but I, yeah, long story short, I, I think the youth. When I think influence, right away my brain goes to the youth, mm-hmm. and our culture is full of bad influences right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, well said. So we see here Satan was influencing those back then. We see him influence us, influencing our not just youth but older people too. You know. But look at well, I'll put it like this: After the flood, we see that God ordained. Four main institutions to restrain evil and to keep law in order. The foundation and purpose of each of these institutions is found in the Bible. The four God-given ordained institutions, number one is free will volition. Number two, marriage and home. Let's put those together, marriage and the home. Number three, human government. And number four, the church. Let's talk about, let's break these four down. Because this is what we, we, we know through scripture that God, after the flood, he put these four institutions. He set them in order. And there's a divine purpose, you know, for the many troubles that we see going on in our society. And if we ignore it, we'll find ourselves getting deeper and deeper into it. So number one, the home. God established a home almost immediately following the creation of the universe. And it is uh, the building block of any functioning civilization. Let's get a quick example. There are two examples. Genesis 2.24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Let's talk about the home. The home should start with, like this verse says, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. A lot of times in the home, it started off the wrong way, for example. When I say the wrong way, not God's way, okay? I understand people make mistakes, but we have to acknowledge God's way. God's way is for a man and a woman who are in the same faith to fall in love and to be one flesh. And notice it says, leaving the mother and the father. That family started as a new unit. Husband and wife, they get married, they begin to have children. Talk to me about fatherless homes and the problems that we see at every stage of, of crime and on the street. Even people who are successful, man, I, I watch a lot of videos and a lot of interviews. People who are successful, it still bothers them. They are still suffering from not having a dad. And so just talk to me on your, give me your take on the home, husband, wife, together, family. 
Well, first off, I think you're trying to get us canceled after our first episode <laughs> because <laughs> a lot of this stuff, people get canceled for talking about that, right? The nuclear home and everything. Right, right. So I don't know what you're trying to do. I think you're trying to get us canceled after episode hey, one. We, we're real men here. We're real men. This is the word of God. And in our country, we have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. And so if you don't like it, you can scroll up or down and you can go to a different video. But if you want to learn more about it, we're diving into it. Absolutely. We're not perfect. The word of God is perfect. And the more we can study and talk about it, the better off we can be in our community. So Absolutely. I agree. I'm, I'm just I'm just giving you I'm just giving you some crap. No, I think I think this is such an important topic and it's such a hot topic right now. If you open up Twitter and you look at this topic every i mean everybody's talking about it right everybody nowadays mm -hmm. this right here what genesis 2 says mm -hmm. 2 24 mm -hmm. um everything you just said that's we as a society are trying to prove that wrong yeah right we're trying to say you don't need that it's an attack. Pe yeah you're, you're exactly that that's a that's an attack by christians christians are attacking people we're the the um we are the terrorist group. Mm -hmm. that, that's what that's what it feels like sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. But no. So you say Christians are attacking them, or are they? No, I'm sorry. Them? I'm people are well. It, it can be both. It's both. It's both. <laughs> people are attacking Christians because they think Christians are attacking them by saying this, mm -hmm. talking about the family, yeah. right? Um, but it's it's so important. Yeah. And well, in America, I believe if you want to do it the opposite way, I mean, if you want to man to man, that's you. In your belief and your, in your lifestyle, this is America. It's a free country. Exactly. Yeah. But as a pastor and as a believer, I love you enough to share the word of God, the truth. God is the judge. I'm not the judge. But if the judge has put into writing how he's going to judge you, the the things that he says this is wrong. This is not part of my creation. It doesn't even back up science. You never see two men having a child. They, it, it, it can't happen. Two women, it, it, the chromosomes. So this is America, be what you want to be, but we have to stand on the truth of God's word. Is, is that? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. And I, well, I guess what I'm saying is that this is being attacked. I don't know why, but society's attacking it. But it's in the Bible. It's in the beginning of the Bible, mm -hmm. and it just works. Mm -hmm. This you you cannot tell me that having a, a man and a woman mm -hmm. in a, in a home mm -hmm. and and a family raising a family does not work. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are exceptions, right? Yeah. But the structure, like you said, the directions mm -hmm. are there. The directions are there to not fail. Mm -hmm. Does it fail? Yes, but that's this works, yeah. and and this I mean it's it's so important. And I guess back to the original question you asked me, um, do I did I see in my career did I see um, basically broken homes? Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of broken homes and a lot of a lot of some of the criminal activity and and just a, a lot of a lot of people that interacted with law enforcement. Um, whether negative or sometimes positive, but maybe came from a negative situation, um, it didn't come from this this type of home, this blueprint of home, right? A lot of single 
parents raising children had a hard time. Yeah. And you understandably, know, so. understandably so. You know, I, I guess I'm not here to down. I, I grew up in a single family home, right? Oh, um, so I, I'd be a hypocrite yeah. if, I, if I said it, it was bad, it's wrong. Mm -hmm. But I also believe that in a home, in a regular home where what God designed, mm -hmm. um, would things have been better and easier? Absolutely, because that's that's what that's what it was designed for, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Does that make sense? Make I, I, I hope so. I hope so. And, and it goes in disharmony with Deuteronomy chapter six, verse six and seven, and it says here, uh, "In these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children." The key word here is that the parents are supposed to teach their children. You know, and, and I, I, I speak from my experience. My dad and my mom, they were great at giving us boundaries. I had friends who did not have a dad. Mom, like you said, mom was at work, working eight hours. He come home from school and he's got free time to do whatever. And a lot of them, it was a group of them where they had no dads, their moms were working, and it, it was just so much time on their hands to do whatever. But that influence, yeah. the negative influence, figures that way, figures its way oh, in, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But me, when they said, "Come on, about to go do this," my brain said, "My dad will kick my butt if I, if I went along and did what you guys were planning on doing." Yeah. You know, and so. The, the teaching of the parents and the, the dad and the mom. And, and let me just say this too. If you're a single parent mom out there, this is not a knock on you. There are single parent moms who do a great job. But what we're saying here is that God's way, it is the best way. And if you are divorced, if you listen to this and you have children, at least for the child's sake, be a part of their lives to the point where they know they have full support from mom and dad and that they don't need to be around they don't have to go searching for attention and acceptance from other people and so this scripture here is talking about teaching uh, as a parent i'm a father of four it is our job to teach and going back to our original topic why do bad things happen to good people well we see that the devil is influencing people to do some of these things, and, and if a person is not taught what is right and what not to do, you can see yourself in a community of rampant, horrible things going on. Well, right, I just want to add a little to that. So, I mean, just going back to influence, um, I, I'm kind of a nerd. I, I, I like video games. I grew up playing video games. I still do as an adult adult man child I still okay. I still play him once in a while but you know it's I remember growing up and and everybody you know in, in the media or teachers or whatever saying video games are violent video games are, are gonna they're gonna turn you into a violent person and I laugh at them like come on come on you know like games like Grand Theft Auto are they they don't influence me I'm a good person mm. now that I'm older and I have been in situations where I've dealt with some kids who grew up in these violent video games, you know, I think maybe I'm a little fortunate. I was younger, mm -hmm. you know, playing Tetris and stuff. And then as I or as I was older, maybe some of these video games didn't influence me that much because okay. maybe my brain, you know, was already developed enough. I hope gotcha. yeah. I'm making that up, but maybe, you mm -hmm. know. Um, 
but I think some of their younger children nowadays grow up that violence the violent video games are there mm -hmm. and you know I sometimes look at it like maybe maybe watching violence from a young age and growing up that's that influence right uh, okay. and, and I think and I, I guess trying to tie it into that family if, if if you won't, if, if there's only one parent there, or it could be two parents too, but they're not there mm -hmm. filling in the time or putting positive influence on their kids, evil's gonna come in somehow. Oh, yeah. And evil's gonna fill those holes. Exactly. And maybe that is through video games. Hmm. Maybe maybe that's a seed a that can throw, it's in it, it's, that's exactly it. It's I, that I negative have heard influence. That with uh, carjackings and uh, youth stealing. Uh, Catalytic converters? Yep, yeah, on the, uh, uh, catalytic converters. So it's, Convert, it, it's yeah. yeah I've heard about statistics where it's, the last two years, it's just skyrocketed. And some Absolutely. people say that the Grand Theft Auto gaming and the thrill of carjacking it, it's like the video games where they, it's a rush. They said there's one a case of 12-year-olds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one case? Yeah, well, oh no! <laughs> I heard that was the thing. Oh, they magnified the one case. It could be more, but oh, there's younger, younger twelve. Uh, yes, wow. absolutely, absolutely, wow. twelve and and many, many, many cases. That that was kind of, I've been removed a little bit, but when I was when I was working, it was um, large groups of twelve to well, twelve to fifteen were in one group, and then they're as old as twenty. It, it's a yeah, it's wow. a lot of group. Twelve. Talk about influence. Yeah. I mean, twelve years old. I, I don't know what you're doing at twelve, but I was probably playing with Legos and stuff. I couldn't imagine being out there. Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. Sega Genesis. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I can Yeah, it's yeah. Influ well, the, the influence is out there. Is that, so the parents in Deuteronomy, way back in the Old Testament, God wanted the parents to teach their children. So that's number one. That's the. Well, we have free rule religion. We're going to talk about that. The, the opportunity to choose good or evil. Number two was the home, the marriage and the home, and that's where the fundamentals, the the boundaries, uh, the teaching of what is right, what is wrong, what's illegal, what's legal, all that is supposed to be. God chose the family, the home to do. So number three, human government. God established civil government shortly after Noah and his family exited the ark after the worldwide flood. The first responsibility given to civil government is found in Genesis chapter 9, verse 6. Let's take a look at it. Whosoever sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. That's capital punishment, right? Sure looks like it to me. <laughs> now, who's in charge of capital punishment? The government. the government, yeah, yeah. The government. And so, I'm, I believe that according to Scripture, after the flood, we just read about how bad it was before the flood when God had to destroy it. After the flood, God set these four institutions, the foundation, free will, volition, choose what is right or wrong is your choice. The home, number two, and now number three, we're talking about human government. To restrain evil. To restrain evil. That's why you have law enforcement. That's why you have courts. That's why you have a, a, a constitution. And we just read in Genesis 6 9. Whosoever shed his man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. 
Could you, you imagine, imagine if, if we, we had, had it where you committed a, a murder and we were able, able to catch, catch you in the act, you died. died. If we, if we caught you in the act and you were guilty, for every murder that was committed, the person who did the murder, capital punishment. You think the numbers would go down? I do believe so. <laughs> I, do, I do believe the numbers would go down, yes. Because <laughs> it'll, it'll send a clear message, and I bet your parents will teach the children, hey, if you, if you get, get mad, mad, don't kill this person. Well, <laughs> it just goes right. Action, reaction. It shows that there's a yeah. there's a consequence for every action too, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I, we can go on and on about this too, but I don't. I think I don't think there's a whole lot of that nowadays. Yeah. Some, some states, states do have, have capital punishment. punishment. Some, some states, states don't. don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some, some states, states you can, can kill four or five people, people and you just get life. Mm -hmm. You know, you know living, living off the taxpayer for the rest of your life, playing basketball and enjoying. Watching TV and TV, no worries. Yep. Pop tarts all day. Going to work. But we, we got some things to fix in this country, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but back to Roman uh, human government, Genesis 9. Human government is created to uh, restrain evil. Another example is we can turn to the book of Romans. Chapter 13, Romans, Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. Whenever I meet people who are in law enforcement, I encourage them to read Romans chapter 13, verse 1 through 7, so that they understand that they have a God-given position. It's not just a job. And they might not be saved, they might not study the Bible, but I need to impart unto them that this, your position, it is God ordained. Let's read about it. Romans chapter 13, verse 1. We'll go just to verse 7. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. I'm going to read through it and we'll break it down. Verse 2. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he bears not the sword of man. For he is a minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For for this cause, pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, Tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Let's break this down, Brother Mike. <laughs> this chapter starts off with mentioning, let every soul be subject to higher powers. Every soul means every single person. Every single person. No one should be above or 
his human government established authority and everyone is supposed to be subject to it. Why? Because there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Did you ever feel when you were in law enforcement that you were ordained of God? Um, you know, I think someone that wasn't of the faith at that time, I think there's, there's all, there was a calling. And I think even, short answer, yes. Okay. I mean, it, 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 even not being a, a full Christian at the time, mm-hmm. you, you do feel that you are doing God's work. And, you know, I would tell myself that. I know a lot of my partners would, would tell themselves that. You know, maybe, maybe wouldn't share it with everybody because mm-hmm. cops try to be tough. Cops try yeah. to be weird. You know, so you're not going to say it. You don't. You get in, most people get into the profession to do good things. Mm-hmm. And I think you you try to tell yourself that a higher power, you are working for a higher power mm-hmm. to bring good right. to the city. Because you, you saw, saw the, the evil. Because you see, you fight evil every day. Okay. Every day. Okay. okay. That, and that, I, I think that's, that's the, the point. point. Yeah. Human government is ordained by God, God to restrain evil. Police officers, fire, firemen, uh, military personnel, lawmakers, were designed to protect the life and, and rights of citizens. In, in verse, uh, what is it here? Verse 4 of Romans chapter 13, we see the word sword. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the sword is at hand for law enforcement to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. There is a reason, and my dad is telling me this, there is a reason why law enforcement have a billy club and a, and a firearm. They are the authority that God has set in order. Now, can there be police brutality? Yes, there can be. If it's a human being involved, a human being can and will abuse their power. And that's why we have laws to, to keep that in order. But when it comes to restraining evil, when it comes to the craziness in our communities, that law enforcement there to have a firearm and a billy club and mace and all that kind of stuff. And the goal is to restrain evil. It is to stop that person who wants to break in your home. Do you remember Sean Taylor? Sean Taylor was a football player for the Redskins. Yep. Safety. In his own home, sleep with his family. I think three guys broke in his house. Sean Taylor, I don't know, he did not have a firearm, he had a machete. They shot through the door and killed him. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a professional NFL football player. He played for the Washington Redskins. At the time, he was Washington Redskins. Oh, boy. It's, it's called the Washington <laughs> Commanders now. Do we got to edit that out? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> no. I'm just uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. But they shot and killed him. In the privacy of his own home, they broke in. I think, I think they, they were, were selling, selling something. something. His, his family, family, his wife, and his children were there. He, he grabs a machete, they shoot through the door and kill him. And so, why did I bring it up? Law enforcement is to protect us from those committing these evil acts. So, what's your take on law enforcement having, back in those days, it was the sword. Today, it's a firearm. Yeah, I mean, it, 
it, it's a necessity, right? I mean, we're always taught in, you know, defensive tactics and all that. I mean, you always want to <laughs> one-up the evil, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if if they're coming at you with a with a fist, we're going to fight back with a bat. If they're going to have a bat, we're going to have a knife. If they're going to have a knife, we're going to have a gun. I mean, you, you don't ever want to... I mean, I hate to say it, but we don't want to fight fair because we're not. It's not shouldn't be a fight. We're not there to fight. We're not there to mano y mano. We're there to stop the threat and stop the evil, yeah. right? Um, so absolutely. I mean, yes, the sword. You know, today's sword is a gun. Okay, it, we'll just All say right. it that way. Today's sword is a gun. Okay. Right? All right. What, what should people do to avoid conflict with law enforcement? You look at verse three. It says, "Do that which is good." That's, That's what, what I install when I, when I talk to my son, who's a teenager now, and my daughters, and their friends when they come to the house. I tell them, hey, do that which is good. Abide by the law. When you're in school, be respectful to your teachers. When they were in the I'll say, be a good listener. Yes. But, but the, the word, word of God is saying here in verse 3, do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. You won't have an issue with law enforcement. Why do people commit evil? There are many reasons. We have already covered jealousy and envy. Let's also take a look at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Now, we're almost done. We're coming down to the end. Hang in there with us. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. Now, Brother Mike, I want to hear, hear from you on this. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> this... Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which some coveted after. They have erased from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The first part of that scripture, for the love of money is the root of all evil. In law enforcement, the evil things that you saw how much was it a part of money? What what impact did money have on those situations? Call me shocked that evil comes from money, right? I well, mean, the love, the love, the love of money. The love yes, of money. the love of money. I mean, I, I, do we have enough time to go through? I mean, it, it can really be tied to anything. You know, I, I, I think about, I mean, rob, robberies and theft. Those are the obvious, right? Yeah. But... Let's go down. Let's let's talk about any everything from domestics to um, to driving while intoxicated, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to DWIs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about it. A lot of a lot of people who drive drunk. We have so we have all this technology mm -hmm. nowadays available to us mm -hmm. to not drive, drink and oh, drive. Yeah. We have Ubers, Uber, cabs, Lyft, yeah. family, Lyft, all that stuff, right? But. Mm -hmm. Those cost money, and on the weekends, they're even more expensive. Okay. So, for the love of money, that's my money. That's that, <laughs> that's more beer money next weekend. I'm not going to spend it. So, wow. so, 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 so I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it, and I'm going to, and I'm gonna save a buck, and I'm just gonna drive home. You know, you got stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Domestics. I mean, think of all of the issues in a family in a, you know two two married adults mm -hmm. it, it's always money right everyone's yeah. trying to better themselves but some people I mean, things are expensive nowadays right yeah. so a lot of arguments come mm -hmm. from arguing over money mm -hmm. you know or the husband spends too much the wife spends too much 
um, a lot of stress and a lot of divorces come from money. The love of money, the love of money right? The love of money. Mm-hmm. What about meth dealers? Oh, well, it, it's capitalism. Well, I mean, <laughs> just think about this, man. The effect that that drug has on people when they get on it and they continue to sell it to people, even though they see the decline of a person's health and mental health, yep. they'll continue to sell it. No they, they don't care. The they low, don't care. The it's money for them. Yeah. Well, and then you brought up catalytic converters earlier. I mean, why would you steal a hunk of metal that's connected to a person's exhaust in a car? Money. It's the only reason. They're not pretty. They don't steal them and they don't put them up on a pedestal in their house and be like, that's a nice right. piece of art. No, they steal it for money. So, Brother Mike, the Bible is right again. As far as I can tell, it's always right. (laughs) As to the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Another reason is the fact that we just read 1 Timothy 6, verse 10. The love of money. The love of money. That's a big one. It could be tied to everything, I think. It really can. I even look at my own personal life and and my past. I mean, how many... My phone's blown up right now, and, and I'm tempted to look at it because I know it's potential customers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it's such a, it's such a, it's the love of money. So even though we're sitting here talking about the love of money is the root of all evil, my phone's taking my attention away because of money. So even when trying to be a good person, it's still, you know, real it's, it's real time. And, and you know, it's, 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 it, it's sad. I mean, it's. It's. It, mm-hmm. I'm trying to work on that for in, in my personal life. Is yeah. not worry about money so much because for me, I also believe it's the root of all evil. Yeah. Because, and 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 I won't even say, maybe even take it down a couple notches mm-hmm. from evil. I think it's also the root of a lot of stress, okay. and the stress that we put on each other. I think I think a lot of my stress comes from money. If I was to take all that out, there would be I wouldn't have. A, Mm-hmm. It'd be a lot happier a person. Maybe that's what it says here. The love of money is root of all evil, which some coveted after. They have erased from the face, and here's that I think what you're saying has pierced themselves through with many sorrows. I, I haven't. That's such a true statement. It really is. It's like a, a sorrow is like a knife, and they're just piercing themselves because of the love of money or the lack of. of well, let's, let's talk about money. Money can bring so much. It can bring luxury. It can bring uh, uh, security. It, it can bring a lot, especially in our country. Yeah. But I want to make it clear that it's not money. Money can be used for great good. It's the love of it. And the devil uses that to lure people to do evil things. For example, drug smuggling and dealing. Drug smuggling and drug dealing. Theft, alcohol abuse, um, what is that? Uh, adultery, adultery yeah. lies, lies yeah. fraud, prostitution, just to name a few. Again, the importance of human government is to restrain evil and to protect and defend. So that was number three, human government. We got, uh, we got two left? No, one left. The last one, church. The church. Now these are the four institutions that God has put in order to help with the question, to help restrain evil. And the question today is, why does bad things happen to good people? Well, we covered that the love of money, we covered that after Adam and Eve fell, they 
they can know good or evil, and we see that human beings are choosing evil. You know, and so uh, the list goes on. The home is where the parents are supposed to teach the children what is right. Human government, the, the laws, capital punishment. Uh, we talked about law enforcement having the sword. I'm just recapping some of the things. Our last institution that we'll, we'll end on is the church, which is how we met. That's how we met. <laughs> Absolutely. The church. God established the church with Jesus Christ as the cornerstone and the apostles as its foundation. The book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 20 describes the church as being built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. If you're watching today, we want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the foundation. He is our all in all. He said it best when he was on the earth. He says, Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the only one that died on the cross for all your sins, past sins, present sins, and future sins. His death, burial, and his resurrection. That alone, that gospel, that good news, that's what God accepts for full payment for your sins. The Bible uses the word propitiation, which means God is fully satisfied with the finished work that Christ did on the cross for all of your sins. And to give us a more of a remedy of why these bad things are happening in the world, a lot of people are not saved. They don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. They don't, they don't have his Holy Spirit dwelling inside them to lead and guide them. They are under the influence of an evil spirit. And so the church is an establishment that God set in order where people can come and learn and study his word and have good fellowship to keep uh, the doctrine or to keep this truth, to keep it going. We, we, at our church, at Valor Ministries, we learn together. We have Q&A every Sunday. And like Brother Mike and I are coming together, we're looking at the word of God, we're looking at the world, we're looking for solutions. And we're looking to help people understand why and where and who and how. The word of God is very important. It also says here in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, uh, the Apostle Paul is writing, he says, but, I tarry, but if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the household of God. Our church is like the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar of and ground of truth. Simply put, the church is called by God to do the work of the ministry. What is the work of the ministry? Here's the top solution. The more people we see saved, the less evil we'll see in the world. First Timothy chapter two says, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants all men all mankind to be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the wrath that is to come. Saved from the presence of sin. Saved from the penalty and the debt of, of, of sin. And that's only through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then it says, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Brother Mike, when we open up the Bible, we are coming to the knowledge, the understanding of the truth. And we got two more verses here. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. 
and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. God wants to be reconciled. He wants you to come back into right relationship with him. When mom and dad and the children are all studying God's word, they are reconciled back to God, you're going to see less evil acts. You're going to see less crime. And you're going to see a, a group of people being led by the Holy Spirit. What do you think about that, Brother Mike? No, I, I think you're spot on. Okay. I, I think, I mean, it, it, there's no other way to, there's no other way to really put it. I mean, it, you, the more people we have reading the Bible and living their lives according to the Word of God, the better we're going to be because there's there's nothing evil in there. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing, God doesn't ask us or tell us to do anything bad. So then if we carry that and live our lives that way, we can't do bad to others. Does that, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And, and for your homework, we're going to end it here in a couple minutes. Write down Jeremiah 17, 9. It talks about the heart, how every human being, you can say that you're a good person, but according to the Bible, our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But it says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. We all need to be saved. We all need the gospel for today. 16 God's hate, if you look at Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19. These are 16. Did you know God hated a few things? No, I, I didn't think he, I mean, it. I mean, I, I could assume that there's things he doesn't like, hey, but but the word hates sin. pretty strong. He loves the sin, but he hates sin. He hates sin. He hates sin. In your in your line of work, I know you see some things that you hate. Some acts that you it's not the person, but the what took place. Hate it. Hate it. I hate what just happened what, three weeks ago in St. Paul at the high school. Two kids. Oh. Two kids were fighting. The, the the from what I understand the teachers they broke it up they're you know they broke it up and they're all on the ground they, they're getting up and one student goes and just stabs the other child while the teachers are there and they're trying to that, that that kid is gone and all the subsequent murders that happened after the drive-bys yeah. and the funerals and everything all that is it's yeah. it's horrible yeah. it's horrible and they're afraid to say that it's gang related they don't want to call it game, but it's, it's game related. But the point is, God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. And the, 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 the kid that killed the other kid, God still loves him, but he hates what he did. And that's why it's so important that we're doing this podcast to see why the bad things happen to good people. We talked about our hearts. We talked about how Adam and Eve when they fell, sin came into the world. And we talked about how the, the home, parents are supposed to teach these children what is right, what is wrong. Obviously, this child thought in his mind the best way for him to solve the issue was to bring a weapon and to use it just like Cain and Abel. The wall. Yeah. And so the six things that God hates, uh, Proverbs 6, 16 through 19, 
Six things do with the Lord hate, yea, seven are abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift to run into mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and ye that soweth discord among brethren. My last scripture, and I promise is the last one. At the end, at the end, there will come a time where every sin will be judged. And the Lord, when he comes back the second time, it's no more Mr. Nice Guy. If we read here 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 6 through 10, and this is why important our ministry of reconciliation is so important. We want to see you back into right relationship with God because if you're not, this is going to come upon you at some point. Whether you die or you're alive, you will be resurrected, but you're going to deal with the Lord in this manner. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you, and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. There will come a day, if you are rejecting the gospel today, you, there will come a day when you be held accountable for all your sins. And the punishment, it is an eternal punishment, the lake of fire, a place where it's the bottomless pit. My friends, you don't have to go that route. If you listen to this podcast, I want to give you the invitation to, to hear a clear gospel. When I say clear, I mean to know that today, right here, right now, God will look down from heaven. He will look into your heart. If you trust him, if you believe the gospel for today, the gospel is that Jesus Christ came to the earth. He died on the cross for all your sins. He was buried. He rose again on the third day. If you believe that message, that swear number one, God will save you. He'll take you out of Adam. He will place you into the body of Christ. He will seal you with his Holy Spirit. You will be his forever. You can start a new relationship with God. And we will welcome you to come to Valley Ministries where we, we study the Bible and we learn together. If you believe that message, the Bible says you will be saved, eternally saved. You will know God for who he is. He will become real in your life. And one day when he comes back, he's going to take us to this heavenly place forever. Contact us. We'd love to share more about what we've learned in this podcast. We pray that it was a blessing to you, Brother Mike, in closing. No, I, I think I'd just like to say that you know, this is our first podcast. 
I had a blast. I want to keep doing them. Oh, yeah. um, I want, uh, you know, I, I, I hope that we get some emails or some messages and maybe people could tell us what they liked what they disliked you know maybe we can improve yeah. on you know like i want to keep doing these so I, I don't want i don't want to put stuff out that people don't want to listen to right uh, so yeah. if they have ideas um topics that they want um may, may, maybe i sniff too much in the microphone and they want me to stop <laughs> sniffing or something you know making weird noises a any feedback would help me i know okay. so yeah if we can get any feedback and uh let me give the email, email. you can email yeah. me directly it's kjv dot biotime at gmail.com. Before the hammer comes down. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and thank God that we got saved before this judgment comes, and that motivates us to share this with more people. Let's end it for every Father in Jesus. We thank you for who you are, and for this time and the word. We pray that the listener will have ears to hear what your word is said about this special topic today. Why do good, why do bad things happen to good people? How does it come about? Where, where did it begin? Where are we now? And what's going to be the future? How does this all end? We thank you for your word, the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions for the universe. It's in your name we pray. We ask it all. In Jesus' name. We all sit together. Amen. Amen.